We got Ace and Malik for the recap show. What's good? What's good, man? You know what? You know what's good? San Francisco being trash. That's what's good. Denver, <laughs> I can't believe I watched the entirety. I watched the entirety of that fourth quarter because I was like, I want to see how bad this could get. And I don't think it could get any worse. That's the worst. That's probably the worst close NFL game I've ever seen. It's like when people hype up the World Cup to me and then the game ends up being like a 0-0 tie in the group stage and I go, this is going to extra minutes? I'm not here for this. <laughs> I'm just glad. It's, I mean, but typically yeah. with like a World Cup game, like a 0-0 tie, at least there's some shots on goal. There's some back and forth action. <clears throat> Maybe there's some yellow cards, some red cards. Guys are getting, you know, guys are beating each other up in the middle of the field. Yeah. You know, I didn't – I honestly – when I saw that the score was eleven ten, I was like, <laughs> I, was that I, was, "I was like, that's just really like, how did you get to eleven points? <laughs> like, how did that actually happen?" And then, um, and then of course, you know, seeing Jimmy run out of the back of the end zone, um, something yeah. that I didn't think was possible after Dan Olafsky did it, you know, so many years ago in the Lions. And then seeing him do it, I was like, okay, I guess somebody else can do that. Okay. There is a new low. There is there is a new low on the situation. But this is also the same man that got San Francisco to the Super Bowl with the lead. I've never seen this kind of range out of one quarterback of being that high and that low in terms of how bad he could play. You know what I mean? I, like I think what we're learning though is that his that the team's success or failure is not really the he's he to me he's a lower version of like you know quarterbacks who are just good enough to kind of they're not good enough to elevate their team they're not going to be the reason that the team wins or loses they're just kind of going to be there and you know i mean maybe 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 better games are ahead for him but he's not to me he's not the type of he's not the type of quarterback that you're going to Say, all right. If we put all of the good pieces around him, he's going to be able to elevate them beyond what their beyond what their status is. If they ain't good around him, he's just not going to be very good. That's fair. That's fair. All right. So let me share that. So, with the new odds, because Buffalo lost, right? They were, for the AFC Championship game, to go to the Super Bowl. The Buffalo Bills, we're going to get into it. The Buffalo Bills have come down, or gone up, I should say, to plus 250. They started at plus 400. And if you're really looking at it as a team who went last year, Cincinnati, they started at plus 650. They are now up to a whopping plus 1,300. So they're now 13 to 1, just by how bad they've started. It's interesting that that uh, you you lose a couple games and it'll it'll kind of flatten you out. Yeah, but I mean it's interesting that that Buffalo was a plus four hundred and now they've actually so they've actually not so they they their number must have been a lot lower. It was a plus one seventy five when it was two and zero. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So when it just went up seventy five points, so seventy seventy five dollars. So that yeah. Okay, that makes sense. You start steamrolling people, and they're gonna they're gonna put you there. Now, I would like to point out somehow the Jets have a winning record, right? And no, they're one and two. They're one and two, and yeah. the odds have gotten to plus twelve thousand. Yeah, because everybody knows that you know they could easily be zero and three. That's yes, you know, and they probably should be zero and three. Um, <clears throat> if not for Cleveland just you know letting off the gas and letting them come back in into the game, but uh, yeah, that's not a that's not a shot. Miami shot. has risen out of the depths, so if you had Miami going to the Super Bowl this year, you should have bet it before the season started because they went from basically twenty five times to one to nine and a half to one. Which is wild. Which is the biggest jump I think we've seen. But you, you can still get ten to one on DraftKings. Looks like though. Yeah, that's probably your, some, your best bet. There's still some uh, good bets to make out there for the whole season. So, what teams stood out this week for you? What teams put out stood out? What, you, what teams stood out in their games? Like whether win or loss, what teams stood out this week? Like. What teams really impressed you with the win? What teams really impressed you with a loss? What teams like came back and like actually did something that was like memorable? So <clears throat> I won't say I'll say the most surprising win of the weekend was obviously Indianapolis and Casey. Yes. I think that was the most surprising win of the weekend. Not because they won because I think, you know, if you really, <clears throat> you know, Indy was, it was their home opener. Um, they obviously, you know, Casey was traveling. So, you know, there was a possible, there was always a possibility that they could, and, and the line was what, six, I believe it was when we, when we did mm-hmm. the, they were given we did our, our spreads. Yeah. So, you know, but the theory was that like Casey was a better team. And the fact of the matter is like, it's not just that they won, it's that how bad Casey looked in losing. I didn't think Casey could look. I didn't think Casey could look that bad. I figured if they if if it was if Indy was going to win, it was because they elevated their level of play to match KC. KC came down a few notches. I got you. Allowing allowing Indy like Indy didn't play any better, like much better than I had seen them play over the course of the the first yeah. two games. Like they had you know they had their moments and stuff like that, but. KC really didn't really, you know, really surprise me. Um, so that's probably my biggest loss or my biggest win, um, most surprising win. I think the most surprising loss was again how how low scoring that Tampa Bay Green Bay game was. Yeah. Um I don't know that I, I think that we picked the under for the oh, game. Yeah. And and so I'm not surprised almost it hit the every under. under hit. Yeah. But no one would have ever suspected an over under of 26, right? Like no. for for a for a game quarterbacked by Brady, by Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. And even though, you know, I think I had mentioned in the, on on our on our pick show that Tom Brady was basically throwing to guys off the street, you know, with you know, for lack for lack of lack of better speaking, um, yeah. you still expected them to get something out of that 17, 20 points. You know, the fact that this that that game could not make it past neither team could make it to fifteen points 
was pretty shocking. It was pretty yeah. alarming to me. So that's but that'll probably be the two most surprising outcomes of the weekend for me. Now to me, it showed me the reason why he left um New England. Because he that's what he looked like. The last year he was in New England, he looked like he was just throwing some dudes and they were mm-hmm. like, Tom's gotta go. He's getting too old. It's like, no, he's not too old. The whole team just is trash. Yeah, exactly. Defense wasn't that good, which is why they lost to Tennessee in the playoffs, which is why we boosted up Tennessee back in 2019. And then now they are where they are. If he didn't call Gronk, (laughs) like, I would have called, I would have been on the phone with Gronk. Like, seriously, brother, you can't give me one or two games, like, just one or two games early in the season. You could could retire after that. Listen, it it shows how (laughs) important Godwin and Evans – and Julio Jones are to this offense. Julio yeah. Jones is better than um, uh, Mike Cole Beasley, Cole Measles, as I oh, like to call him. Absolutely, absolutely. And it shows why. Now I understand why the Bills got rid of him. Like it had nothing to do with vaccination status. It was like, yeah, he's just not that good of a slot receiver anymore. They've maxed out what they could get out of him. And on top of that, the guys that they're replacing him with are faster and can get in on cuts better. But it was kind of funny that Brady even felt, said. I feel like I've been thrown to this guy for 15 years, which is kind of hilarious because he threw him in there with every other slot receiver that he's ever had, which has kind of made me laugh. But then nobody paid attention to it and just kept it pushing. Well, yeah, they were trying to, they were trying to like, oh, the level of familiarity that he has. But I mean, yeah, because he said he runs the same exact routes that everybody, that, that every. Meanwhile, he's played every... like three weeks, a, a week with him. Yeah. <laughs> he made it like... practices. <laughs> And I was like, that's that's that's. It's, it's, I guess it's a shot of Wes Walker, but it's, it's still hilarious to me. Exactly, exactly. The, it, you know, what this week showed me the the biggest loss to me is the Rams losing the rent the Cardinals losing to the Rams. It, now I know how bad the Cardinals really are. Um, Did they shouldn't you pick have given that? Kyler Murray we, all that money. Did we? Did we pick that though? I think we picked that. I picked the Rams, yeah, and they covered. Okay, I think we okay. all hit that. Like that was that yeah. was somebody's lock of the week. So we were all solid on that one. The Chargers just got hurt, but the Jaguars are actually good. The Jaguars are going to win that division and they're going to make the playoffs. I'm convinced of that now because Indianapolis is where they are. Um, The Jaguars are where they are. Houston could not beat Chicago, even though we were trying to give the game away. (laughs) And I mean, just looking at the AFC South, like it's the weakest division of football, but you know, the Jaguars are now at a comfortable 2-1 lead. Indianapolis has one win, a loss, and a tie. Tennessee is 1-2. And, and Houston is still winless. Yeah. So they're they're already dominating. And, uh, I think it's, it's, it's you know, I think the, the was it, the, the common sense thought is that, yeah. you know, Tennessee will figure it out. And, and that victory, even though, even though that win that they got against Vegas, you know, wasn't a barn burner, you know, by any any stretch of the word, you know, but they <clears throat> they handled business against a team that, frankly, it's probably you know, with the exception of the game against the Bills, like, you know, they're I would say I would say Vegas is on their level, and they took care of that that game that situation at mm-hmm. home, and so the thought is they've probably and they haven't yet played a game in their division, you know. No. So that's the other piece about it. So I guess if you think about it that way, you know, if it's going to come down to Tennessee see, versus yeah. Jacksonville versus Indianapolis, like, you know, how they do within that division. What were you asking? 
the fact that Indianapolis battled Houston to a tie, do you think, this is a better question, do you think Indianapolis is improving or are they still going to suck come next week? I think that they are improving by the sense that Matt Ryan is on a brand new team mm-hmm. and is, you know, getting accustomed to this offense. And I think they're going to improve. I don't think that they got worse. I think that they're about the same that they've been. This win should um, elevate them in terms of their, in terms of their confidence level, you know, lose yeah. going, going and losing to Jacksonville by that big of a margin, not being able to get it done against Houston, but then coming back and getting this win against KC, this should give them the confidence boost that they need to bring into the rest of the, the remainder of the season. And if, Matt Ryan can continue to progress. I think he's still the best quarterback in the division, with the exception of maybe Trevor. I mean, if Trevor, if you unless you think Trevor Lawrence is is there, like if he's ready, um, I think he's going to have a breakout season, and yeah. it really lets me know how bad of an NFL coach Urban Meyer was, which is really surprising because really? he took because they didn't get that much better in terms of talent. Like they got the number one overall pick again. So that's one defensive player, but the entire defense is playing better. The entire offense is playing better. The guy that you wanted to bench is showing why you were wrong. Basically, for the first three games of the season, he's crushing it. Jaden Robinson is on fire. So to everybody who drafted him yeah. in the Daily Fantasy and who for the whole fantasy season, like he's crushing it. But more like it's yeah. he, every decision he made, this coach, Doug Peterson, has shown, oh, yeah, you're completely wrong. If we do it this way, it'll work. And it's working. Yeah, and and I think part of game. I think part of that is just you know um, <clears throat> he's able to instill confidence in his team. You know, I think Urban Meyer, and I think that's just a that's been a, a consistent thing with college coaches, especially really successful college coaches coming into the NFL and think that they can run the NFL team the same way that they ran the college team, and it doesn't work that way. These are not you know eighteen, nineteen, twenty year old kids you know, coming in just to soak up knowledge from you and, and willing to like, you know, let you drill them and, and talk shit about them the entire time. These are these are grown ass men who, who yeah. you know, have been doing this for some time, who have some experience and have some and and have the money, you know, they they got they got paid too. They got yeah. their salary is better than yours, you know. And they're looking at you and basically saying, you know, what the hell you you what what the hell have you accomplished at this level? You know what I mean? Like you ain't accomplish it up here. There's a couple so, of dudes in that team with national <laughs> titles too. You know, so you know we are the best of the best. We're the best from we're the best of the best that came out of college. So, yeah. guess what? You know, we don't have to listen to you. we don't have to listen to you if you're not getting results. If you're disrespecting us, you're treating us like we don't have value, and you're not getting any any of the results. Yeah, you can get on. You can go on with that. Um, I think that's what's happening. That's what happened with Urban. You know. Um, so yeah, now you see Doug Peterson, you know, has just, you, I can, you can even tell like his players love him. They like to play for him. Um, and they're showing it, you know, this team, this team always had talent. I think that was the other thing is that we were saying is like, this team had talent, you know, they weren't, a, they weren't just like a talentless group of bums. They had talent on the team. It yeah. just wasn't coming together for one, for one reason or another. And I think that, you know, this, this is part of it. Um, but they'll get, they'll get there. All right. So now what do you think of the big game of the week, which everybody keeps talking about? The uh the punt, the butt punt, Miami and uh Buffalo. 
Did Miami actually win it or did Buffalo just lose it because they got hurt? Oh, Buffalo lost it. Buffalo lost it. And then I don't, I don't think it had anything to do with the injuries. I don't think it had as much to do with the injuries as a lot of people may be saying. Buffalo's main primary injuries were on defense, and the defense didn't play that bad against Miami. No. You know, they surrendered 21 points, um, and it wasn't <clears> – <throat> And no, I, 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 we watched this game uh, earlier today. Um, just watched it on a replay on NFL Plus. And at no point did you feel like Miami was dominating. If anything, Buffalo was dominating this game. If you look at the statistics, Buffalo ran 90 plays on offense. Yeah. Miami ran 39. They outran, they ran 59 more plays than yeah. you did on offense. And the I think the overall I, I got to look at the team stats, but the I mean, Josh Allen threw for four hundred yards. Yeah. They ran the ball, you know they they ran the ball with some relative effectiveness. Um, and you didn't get anything crazy out of Tua. He threw for one eighty six and one. He came out with the with the head injury, which probably he probably shouldn't have come back in, but he did. Um, so, like, there was nothing that really jumped out at you to say, yeah, the Buffalo Bills, you know, they got the break speed off of them or something like that. Yeah. It was a good, close, hard-fought game, which is a, which is what I thought it was going to be. Um, They were, I think, all signs pointed to, to Buffalo winning that game on a neutral field. And mm-hmm. so you just be waiting to see when to see when, when this when these two link up again in Buffalo and see how it is then. But I think these two. I think what you saw is these two are going to be head to head the entire season. What time? Of game, what time of year is that game? Is that game in December or is that game earlier in like November? Um, let me check out the schedule while we're while we're going on. All right. On that note, I'm going to talk about the stats that you were mentioning because I want to talk about the yards per attempt. The highest yards per attempt for any starting quarterbacks. Top four are Jalen Hurts, nine point four, Tua, who they said didn't have an arm, nine point two, Lamar Jackson, eight and a half. And Mac Jones, Marcus Mariota, and Ryan Tannehill after three games are tied at 8.1. So what should shock people is you don't hear Mahomes, you don't hear Josh Allen, you don't hear Stafford, you don't hear Rodgers, and you don't hear Herbert or Carr or anybody else who got an improved passing offense. Dead last, and probably which makes perfect sense, are Daniel Jones, Carson Wentz, and Justin Fields who at least Justin Fields is being honest with himself because he said he played like absolute trash. They got the win, but he's like, that wasn't because of me. Right. Shout out to the defense and uh, Roquan Smith. And it actually shows me that the Bears defense is still really damn good, even though the quarterback play is like so-so. So if he could just yeah, figure it out, catching up who to knows. Them. But the, the win that impressed me was basically Baltimore and Philadelphia. I could see these two teams playing each other in the Super Bowl. If that actually happened, I would not be shocked. Baltimore's secondary looked a little bit shaky, but that's just, that doesn't make any sense because all of the Patriots' touchdowns were rushing touchdowns. They had yep. no passing yard, passing touchdowns, even though he threw for like 260 yards somehow. And Lamar had 100 rushing and like 250 passing. It's nuts. Every game, mm-hmm. he's pulling this off. If he – and they should have paid him because every game the price is going up. 
Exactly. Exactly. I I hope that Lamar every after every win or every big game, he just takes a walk into the GM's office and goes, "Did you see that? You you, you saw that, right? Yeah. You see, okay, okay. No, no, no. We're not negotiating anything." A and hand it to him. <laughs> After every game, just, be like, just go, just, just go to the whiteboard and put another zero. Yeah, <laughs> another zero and another comma. Just keep on doing that. Yeah. <laughs> it's wild, man. Like I, I didn't think he could play better than he did his second year, and then I'm seeing this, and I'm like, oh, this guy's just getting better and better. And then Jalen Hurts is picking teams apart from the pocket, which is scary because mm-hmm. if you don't want him to run. Guess what? He can just hit Devonta Smith on these fly routes and AJ Brown across the middle, and it's cancel Christmas because Philadelphia has a defense and a whole offense, and Jalen Hurts is the guy, not Wentz, and this is wild to me. Yeah, they, exactly. They're easily going to win that division, and I think they're not even. I, I just want to go back over to the NFL futures real quick, just to show the NFC Championship. Philadelphia is now the favorite. To make it to the Super Bowl in the NFC. Wow! If you would have hit that on the open, my goodness, sixteen hundred. Jeez. The former well, favorite, yeah, the Rams, the Rams were the Rams were the favorite. Yeah. Interesting. Philadelphia's that one makes of the sense. teams that's three and zero. I, I don't think there's any other. Are there any other three and zero? Oh, the Giants could be three and zero. No, the only the, there's only two three and zero teams right now in the NFL are Philadelphia and Miami. Yeah, and the Giants would have to win tonight to be 3-0, and they're plus yes. 2,800 right now. So if yeah. you believe the Giants are going to win this game, hey, go put 20 bucks on the Giants to make it to the Super Bowl, and then you'll get 28 times your 20 bucks, or 28 yeah. times your $1,000. You have $28,000. <laughs> um, just to give you that, so the Bills play the Dolphins on December 18th. I like how, um, they, I like how they make them play in Miami when it's 97. And then you're gonna have to go play in Buffalo when it's 13 it's degrees. Like, like exactly. They're, just with them. They're, exactly. They're, they're doing this intentionally. And it's the week before the the Bills play the Bears. Actually, the Bear they go to Chicago and play the Bears on Christmas Eve. Oh, that's yeah. Well, I'm not getting a Christmas present there. <laughs> Although, I mean, I don't know. Micah Hyde. Micah Hyde's out. Micah Parsons. Micah Hyde is out for the season. He's out yeah. for the season, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Really gonna affect them. But Jordan Poyer will be back by then. Yes, and he should be back. Soon. If Chicago wins that game, let's put it like this: if Chicago is has a possibility to win that game, that means Justin Fields is playing amazing. So mm-hmm. that's what I'll look forward to. I look forward to Justin Fields getting better, which I know he's trying to. Whatever they're doing in this offense is clicking with him. Um, your Lions gave that game away. I'm happy because I picked Minnesota, even though they didn't cover. But it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, Justin Jefferson didn't even do that much, which also kind of surprised me. Well, he didn't do that much because the Lions, the Lions were deliberately double covering him the entire game. Yeah, they had safety help over the top the entire game. If he's the best receiver in the league, he's got to get past that. He want to be Tyreek Hill. He want to be Randy Moss. You got the best receiver in the league with like the twentieth best quarterback. So you know, you gotta (laughs) still got to get somebody. Still got to get you the ball. Um, Kirk Cousins is the median man. He is the middle. <laughs> um, yeah, that that the Lions game. I mean, truth be honest, in all honesty, that was exactly what I expected. Exactly what I was talking about, honestly. You know, last uh, last week when we were talking about a team showing the inability to play from ahead. You know, okay. 
to be a team that has always been the, you know, the look, like I said, the, the downtrodden, you know, with well, Dan Campbell coming in, you know, last last year talking about if we get knocked down, we're gonna bite an ankle on our way back up and stuff like that. Well, well, you know, he's right. You know, that's basically the type of team that they've been. Yeah. But now we're setting expectations on them after what they did against Washington the week before, and then coming out with the fourteen point lead against Minnesota in Minnesota. You know, you started seeing them kind of make those make those mistakes that you can't make when you're Small leading. Mental errors. Yeah. Yeah. In, in play calling, in t- clock management, all of those things. Because, I mean, you know, I, I watched an interview with Dan Campbell, you know, the post-game show, and he basically admitted it. You know, he admitted it that this was his mistake. He went for a field goal. He k- tried to kick a field goal with a minute and 10 left, 56-yard field goal, um, and that they missed. And in, instead of trying to go for it on fourth and four. And putting the ball in the offense's hands, they didn't. They didn't convert it. They missed the field goal. Minnesota came back down, scored a touchdown, scored a touchdown, and took the win. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, but you can see growth, and I think that's the same thing with. We talked about Jacksonville. We talked about some of these other teams. This first three weeks is showing me that there are some teams that are growing into whatever they're going to become, okay. and. That's the cool thing to me. That's the thing that I'm I'm seeing. It's like there's a changing of the guard that's happening in the NFL. The Tennessees are taking a step back. The Jacksonvilles are taking that step up. Green Bay doesn't look like the dominant NFC North force that they've been no, year, they year over year over year. And so now you've got a team like Minnesota or your team like Detroit that's kind of making their way up up the ladder. And it's early, so you know you never know how it's gonna you know finish out. But this is that you can start to see this like changing of the guard, I guess, if you will, um, where a lot of those like, you know, teams that have been there for the last four or five years have started to take a step back and the other teams are starting to play in. So it's good. Absolutely. Which I'm sure is what the NFL wants. You know what I mean? And it's showing me it's showing me that the offseason moves that Philadelphia made to get some talent around Jalen Hurts to see, well, how good is he really if we have a talented team? And now you're seeing, oh wow, like this dude, he could be it. And that's some that's something that I'd say Chicago didn't do. Right? I'd say that's something that San Francisco, they thought they had the team around, you know, um, Trey Lance. He just got hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, Dallas did not do Dak any favors because Jerry Jones was like, No, I paid him. I paid him and I paid Zeke. Let's get it done. Mm-hmm. Which is not really the attitude you want to have from your owner, but you know, C.D. Lamb is not it without Michael Gallup. They need a healthy team. New Orleans should be very happy that they drafted Chris Olave. Um, if the Giants can pull off a victory today, that'll really just be on the legs of Saquon. And, you know, Detroit has some receivers. I'm on Ross St. Brown. He's doing the damn thing. And we were talking about this before. I think we got on the air. Uh, I got on the air. Sorry, recording. Um mm-hmm. Marcus Mariota is actually not that bad. He is playing his ass off. He's playing well. Atlanta. If Atlanta He's could draft a few well. more defenders, like Philadelphia did, then maybe they'd be winning. They're focusing only on one side of the ball, and at least he got Kyle Pitts involved. But, you know, you got to draft some defenders, too. You need to draft a few linebackers to get sideline to sideline or something because this ain't it. 
Arizona looks like they're going in the wrong direction. I don't know if that's play calling. I don't know if it's Murray and how he's playing or it's just the receivers. It looks like they should have paid Christian Kirk. A.J. Brown looks about done. You mean uh, A.J. Green? Yeah. I'm sorry. A.J. Green looks about done. And, um, you know, they came up with that win last week, but you can't pull out miracles every every week. They really need DeAndre Hopkins back. That's what yeah. it looks like. They need their number one receiver back badly. Which is and, which is surprising because, you know, that's the reason why they went out and got Marquise Brown. You know, exactly. Marquise Brown had a had a relationship with with Kyler because they played together at Oklahoma. Um, you know, so there was that for most be that familiarity similar to Las Vegas and Devontae Adams and um Philadelphia and AJ Brown. Um, that that was supposed to be what was gonna propel Arizona and it hasn't thus far. And so it's just an interesting interesting to hear to to see them struggle as mightily as they have um at this up to this point. I think it has a lot to do with the coaching. Um those first couple of years you saw but you saw a lot um with Arizona even those first two years that um Kingsbury's offense they had a they they always had like this fast start slow mm-hmm. finish right they had it for like the last two or three seasons yep. you know and now people have caught up to that so now it's like okay you're not doing the same things against us anymore Kyler Murray is not you know he's not showing us um this any longer you're not going to be able to do this to us you know the way that you the way that you did it for us every year you know prior to it's going to be tougher and they haven't made the adjustments to get there yet his ability to run is still very very dangerous Extremely. That's the main reason why I think long-term it could work out, but it's not guaranteed to. Yeah. But I will say, I was just looking at the odds for Cleveland to win the AFC North, which they're the most surprising team to me. The team that they have around Jacoby Brissett is playing amazing, which mm-hmm. I'm not exactly cheering for them based on what their fans have been doing at their home games. But <laughs> if you told me like they would challenge Baltimore to win this division, I wouldn't be shocked. Because they've already beaten Cleveland. They Cleveland has already beaten Pittsburgh. And if you told me they beat Cincinnati, I don't know. I know Miles Garrett, they literally just reported he got into a car accident leaving practice today. Yeah. He's doing okay. It's non life threatening. Yeah. Hopefully he'll be all right in a week or two. Maybe he can, you know, miss a game and he'll be all right. But I mean, they have the best pass rush in that division. TJ Watts out. Um Cincinnati did what they needed to do against the Jets, which I called it. They passed on whenever they wanted to, however they wanted to. The Jets doubled Jamar Takes, which left T. Higgins open, and which left Tyler Boyd open. And he's going to find the open guy, and they have three receivers that you can't guard all, kind of like Miami. That's how they got off on uh, Was it on Buffalo. It's just yeah, you got too much yeah. talent on one side of the ball, it's going to work. That Tyler Board pickup in fantasy worked out wonders for me. I should have picked up uh, Khalil um, Herbert, but I didn't count on David Montgomery getting hurt after he was yeah. running through. You know that 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 game that he had where he had 140 rushing yards. I was like, oh, this dude's for real. Like he he realizes <laughs> this is getting paid time. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm playing for a contract here. So had he just stayed, and their run defense is really good because they shut down Leonard Fournette. In Tampa. Yeah. But this ain't no joke. So I was kind of counting on that. And I know a lot of fantasy managers were because their defense is a bit porous, but it is what it is. 
I say the biggest shock is Indy winning that game. And Miami is the real deal. They have too much talent on both sides of the ball, and the defense is improving. Um, to close out, who do you think is going to win this game tonight? Um, I think I know we I know I picked the Giants. I know when we mm-hmm. picked, we did the I picked we picked the Giants. Myself and Anthony picked the Giants. You picked Dallas. Yes. Um, I still think the Giants are gonna win this game. Um I think they'll they'll I think they'll they'll win this game, go to three and oh, get this home, get a get a nice home win. Um the schedule gets a little bit harder for them coming okay. out of this game. Um but in order to this is this is the type of game similar to what Cleveland's doing, what Cleveland's doing, what the Jacoby Brissett situation is. If you're the Giants, this is the type of game that you have to win. Just as you need to stack wins for the harder for the harder harder times to come. They have Chicago at home next week, so they have Chicago at home next week. But then they have the then they have the Packers, the Ravens, the Jags, who we who we were talking about, um, and then they have a little bit of a lull with the Seahawks and the Texans. And then things get a little bit tougher. Um, I'm not going to say my Lions will beat them, but the Lions are obviously showing showing themselves to be a better team than before. They're in Dallas they, for Thanksgiving. Yeah, nice. And then it's it's then they they go they go on that murderer's row within the division: <laughs> Cowboys, Commanders, Eagles, Commanders. You know what I mean? So, um, Commanders aren't aren't they're not stopping. They're not they're they're not scaring nobody. No, they're not scary, but it's division games. You know, the division. I always say divisional games. They they always tend to, unless it's a real, you know, like I said, Aaron Rodgers against the NFC North when the NFC North was a very good type of situation, and Aaron Rodgers was just like cake walking through the division. Division yeah. games, especially in in the NFC East, tend to be close scoring. You know, matchups. Um, with the exception of like obviously Philadelphia and Washington last you know yesterday. Like I said, unless there's a unless there's a huge disparity between the first team between the, between the two teams in terms of talent is concerned, you give the, the division the division games usually tend to tend to play out uh, really close. So, I think the well, Giants okay. win this week. Okay, I'm still picking the Cowboys because I think um, their quarterback is going to cause it for them. And the way Michael Parsons was rushing the passer last week, I think he'll be able to do that against the Giants. And Daniel Jones makes bad decisions with the ball. So unless Saquon Barkley can save him from himself and run for 150 yards and two or three scores, I don't see that happening. I would like to point out the Giants go to Dallas for Thanksgiving. And do you know who the Lions are getting for Thanksgiving? Buffalo. That's right. Yeah. They they were tired of everybody saying, I'm tired of these sorry games for Thanksgiving. So they ensured the Bills are playing as many national games as possible. Jesus Christmas. I was when I saw it, I was like, oh come on, really? Really? You don't want us to win. Now you're just gonna complain. And then you're still gonna you're still gonna hey. complain about the fact that like, oh, why, you know, why are we uh why why are we keep putting the Lions on TV? Well, why don't you put us on against a team that we can play? Uh, how about you how would you how about you have us play Washington? <laughs> like, yeah. like it doesn't it seems to never make any damn sense that uh you know they're gonna put us on against against Buffalo. I think I can't remember who last year who we played. Um, might have been Green Bay or somebody like that. But it's always it's always a team that like, yeah, we're not in their league yet. So we'll hey, see. Listen, we'll see what happens. I, I always give the Lions a chance because they play really hard. 
and they don't make they don't they don't make a lot of mistakes on offense. They make a lot of mistakes on defense, and that's the next place they're gonna have to improve. They got to mm-hmm. get a linebacker. They need to get some secondary. Um, Jeff Okuda ain't it, but you know he's not the only problem. It's a team effort, as I keep saying with Chicago. They won that game because of the whole it's a total team effort. Mm-hmm. Special teams. Uh, the quarterback didn't make too many mistakes. He didn't do a couple of picks, but that defense played huge. Right. And oh, we didn't even get a chance to talk about college football. How do you feel about your LSU Tigers this week, or just in general? In general, I think I think I said this before. Um, that win against New Mexico was pretty impressive, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, expected though. Expected, but I I don't think I expected thirty eight nothing. I don't think I expected no, that. It was more. It was more than that. It was thirty eight nothing. That was the final. Oh, I thought it was like forty. Yeah, thirty eight zero. But um, I think yeah. To be honest, covered the they played a lot better. They played a lot better than I thought that they would. Yeah. At, up to this point, Brian Kelly has shown himself to be a, you know, a quality coach that can, you know, coach them through some some tough situations, coach them up to play some good football. And I'm genuinely interested in seeing what they what they do against Tennessee next week. Um, I'm sorry. They're actually against, I'm sorry. They're against Auburn next week. I'm no, interested in seeing the what they do against that. Auburn next week before going to before going to play Tennessee on the eighth. That's going to be a huge game. Um yeah. And my hope is that if they if they're able to defeat LSU, if they're able to defeat Auburn, that by the time they get to that Tennessee game, that we're ranked because right now we're not. So once they beat Auburn, they will be. Yeah. Auburn's not good, but Auburn has squeaked out a couple of wins. So that coach who they're trying to get rid of, Brian Harrison, they've already gotten rid of the uh, the athletic director used to be the athletic director of Buffalo, Alan Green. They got rid of him, and if he wins, he went six and six last year, and they lost the bowl game. He would have to win eight or nine games to keep his job. Who was he? Harrison mm-hmm. was the former coach of Boise State. But I'm still shocked that Syracuse is undefeated. I knew that yes, Kansas that was is shocking. Win. Yeah, Syracuse is 4 0. Kansas is 4 0 for the first time since I believe it's 2007 or 2009. It's been over a decade. So they got our old coach at Buffalo, and we finally got a win on the board being. Uh, the team that upset Arizona State and got their head coach fired. We beat Eastern Michigan 50 in Eastern Michigan. We beat them 50 to uh, 31, which was impressive. That's what these transfer rules will do to you. I'm happy that uh, Clemson actually got kind of tested. And I'm looking forward. I'm, I'm glad that Miami lost because all those cocky Miami fans and my mentions on Twitter. It's getting my damn nerves. I am looking forward to a few of the American Conference schools. I'm I'm pissed that SMU lost. That was my school when I was riding in that. I was I was betting on them heavy. <laughs> and Tulsa disappointed me, but they did cover. I thought they could actually win that game. But we will see. There's a few undefeated schools left. I'm still shocked that FSU was playing this well. They, you know, I'm not a big FSU fan, but they're playing above their heads. But I hope that Miami knocks them off towards the end of the year. And I just hope that Syracuse and uh, Kansas get they do. And I'm still yeah, hoping that my Bulls, you know, if they run the table, they can win the conference. So it is what it is. But I don't know if we care about the group five outside of like, you know, unless you upset somebody. App State's a popular name, but they just lost to James Madison, which is wild. Right. After being at 20 to three. All right. So back to the NFL real quick. Who do you have as your playoff teams or division winners? Let's go with that. 
division winners right now after three weeks of play. Yeah, let's, um, let's I'll go with the AFC East. I'm still, I'm still going to go with Buffalo. I still think Buffalo uh, takes the AFC East. Okay. Uh, AFC North. Um, I think, I think when we first did this, I think my my pick was Cincinnati, but I'm going to switch that. I'm going to go to Baltimore. I think Baltimore's Agreed. right now pretty pretty well pretty far above everybody else in the division. Uh in the south in the south I'm gonna tentatively stick with Tennessee tentatively. Um because I just I just think that in the end they'll figure themselves out. Um but it's that's tentative. Uh and then in the west um hmm. I want to say the Chargers because I really think really? the Chargers are a good team, but I, I don't think you can. I don't think you. I don't. I, I don't think what Kansas City did. I think with with all the injuries the Chargers have, all the concerns about Justin Herbert and that's and and on that side of the ball, I think you still got to go with Kansas City for right now as the the lead dog in that division. Uh, NFC, I think the East is pretty much Phillies to win. Phillies to lose, they're going to hold it down. Um, the no South, I don't think anybody's catching them. Right. I mean, unless unless there's a major injury or something like that that happens to them. Um, the South, I'm going to lean Tampa. I don't. I hate. I hate. I hate to say it, but I'm going to lean Tampa for now. Um, New Orleans is. Jameis is still too turnover prone for me to. They have back him. In the division. Yeah, for me to back him in in any in any real way. Um, and Kamara's banged up too, and. Even worse, Michael Thomas went off the field, and so did um, not Parker. Uh, what was the other wide receiver? Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry played yeah. great in week two. Um, in the North, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna continue to give it to Minnesota. Um, I agree with it, you. They're two and zero in the division right now, and they're looking like, you know, they're not looking like a, a juggernaut. They're not looking like anybody that can't. They can be beat, um, pretty easily, but. You know, I think pound for pound, they 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 look better than Green Bay, and maybe that'll change as as the season wanes on and Green Bay starts to you know uh, get a little bit more connectivity with their receivers. But I'm I, I think if right if as if I had to pick it today, I'd say Minnesota, um, gotcha. and then the West would be the Rams. Uh, I think they're the class of that division, uh, pretty much hands down, and yeah. it's 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 not really that close over there. They have an easy division again. Yeah. Which is, Which is surprising because just last year, this was one of the strongest the divisions division. in the this was this was one of the strongest divisions in the in the in the in the NFL. Yeah. You know, so it's just it's interesting how much how much a year can just change things dramatically. I will say this the one team that could shock everybody and win their division is Cleveland. Yeah. Because their defense is so good, and getting Amari Cooper was a steal. And I think getting rid of him and keeping Dak, um, as messed up as their relationship was, they needed each other. They mm-hmm. needed to hug it out and get over that shit because um, they need a receiver. And yeah. he was their best one, and he's not there. And they do, they do not look good. They squeezed out that win last week. If they can squeeze out a win tonight, who knows? I believe the game just started. I'm going to go cut on the Manning cast myself. Mm-hmm. But um, for the season – I think Cleveland, Baltimore should win the division, but Baltimore is very unlucky. And for my MVP pick, I think Lamar Jackson is catching up to um, 
when you look at the numbers, and I think Baltimore is going to play them, right? Baltimore has Buffalo on the schedule. Yes. Yeah, they do. Okay. Whoever wins that game, that's what's going to decide the MVP. If Lamar Jackson comes into that game and throws for 250 and three, two, two touchdowns and runs for 100 yards and another touchdown, or has some all-world game where he runs for, does some, you know, Madden unlocking points type achievements where he throws for 400 and runs for 150, um, he will win the MVP that night. It'll basically be over. Yeah, watch well, the Bills play the Ravens next week. That's week They'll four. They'll play the Ravens next week? Yeah. Was that Monday Night in, Football? In, in Baltimore. That's a how's one that o'clock not, start. How's that not Sunday Night Football? Yeah, it's one o'clock start. I don't think they do the flex scheduling yet. But why didn't they pick that game? Once the schedule comes out, NBC gets to pick certain games. So why didn't they pick that? Mm-hmm. Why didn't they go, hey, well, Baltimore's we got the most popular well, quarterbacks in the AFC and put them against each other? Baltimore's got the Sunday night game the following weekend against against Cincinnati. So maybe they they said they prefer that game as a divisional matchup or something like that. Then oh, the thank Ravens God. The Cats are playing against the thing. I don't know. I mean, I actually get to see that. Good, good, good. The Pats are playing the Packers. And Mac Jones is out with a high ankle sprain. So, um, Jared Stidham, you better get ready. <laughs> I don't know. Their season is not looking good, being one and two. And letting all of their top corners go because they don't want to pay nobody. Although Bill Belichick did say they'd be willing to pay Lamar, depending on how much he wants. Like, he didn't say it, but, like, he alluded to how well he's playing. And he's like, man, that guy, he never talks about players. But whenever he says somebody's playing really well, he did try to find a way to get Cam, and you know he may may finally want to come up with some of that coin to get a uh, Lamar. If he doesn't get two hundred million guaranteed plays, at the end of this year, I'll be shocked. If Lamar goes to play in New England, I'll lose a lot of respect for him. Money's money, man. But I would love the fact that people in, people in New England would be like, listen, they they'd come out with their Lamar Jackson jersey. It'd be wild to see. Of course, it really of would. Course. But I just like to point out his stats so far. He is – they are the highest-scoring team in the league, Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And their yards per game is seventh. And he has rushed for 243 yards and two TDs. He's thrown for 749 and 10 touchdowns and two picks. That's MVP season. He's had 10 touchdowns in three weeks. At this mm-hmm. pace – they're going to play 17 games. He's going to have 43 touchdowns. Yeah. Passing. Passing. And yeah, 10 rushing. Yeah. And, 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 and 10. And 900 yards. <laughs> Some wild shit. Hey, it's between him and Jalen Hurts right now. Actually, I think I, if you had, I think I didn't even mention that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think if you had to pick it today, you'd probably pick Hurts because of the 3-0 record and, and just how great Philly looks. But I think it's between those two with Josh Allen as a as – a, healthy third at this moment. In fairness to Josh Allen, he does have 100 yards rushing, nine TDs passing, and one one rushing. He did lose a fumble, so mm-hmm. that may affect it, but it is what it is. And I just got to make sure. league in passing yards, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And on the schedule, I don't think, luckily for Philadelphia, they have a pretty easy schedule because they don't play, they don't play Baltimore, they don't play Buffalo. So they escape from there. All right. We're going to get off the air. Um, Malik, your shout outs. Um, well, you kind of alluded to it um, already, but, you know, just a shout out to Miles Garrett 
uh, you know, get get well soon. Um, I it, the, from the sounds of that of that accident, it sounded like a pretty crazy accident. You know, it was flipped over a bunch of times and all that stuff. Um, so just shout out to him. Get well soon. Get back on the field. Uh, your team needs you. And uh, yeah, just 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 feel better. And then also just a quick shout out to um, all of the coaches out there that were, you know, shout out to shout out to all the coaches out there that, you know, the young first time coaches, coaches out there that were getting wins this weekend. Mm-hmm. I mean, the NFL, the NFL is tough. It's tough to get wins in this in this league. And any young coach that's putting in that putting in that work, Mike McDaniel in Miami, um, you know these guys are these guys are putting in some work and they're showing they're showing their worth out there. So you know, shout out to everybody that's that's out there balling because uh, it's it's tough and you guys are making it real difficult for us to make these picks. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, the guy down there in Atlanta, he's doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Pete Carroll. You know, he's probably looking at Russell Wilson and all the stuff. He's talking winning eleven to ten. Like you could have done that here. You've been <laughs> back here. That's what we were trying to do, baby. That's I don't understand. Trying to not throw the ball either. Like I was trying to tell you this, but you didn't want to listen. You didn't want to hand it off to Marshawn. <laughs> but now you're going into Denver talking about let's ride. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Russell Wilson. I like this new character he's playing. Mr. Let's Ride. I, I think it's hilarious. I got to be honest. I'm genuinely enjoying it. I find it very funny because he's playing into the whole thing about how corny people think he is and all of that. And I'm enjoying it. Shout out to Rihanna yeah. for um, turning That's her. Right. Yeah, everybody's like, how much are the tickets to Rihanna concert at that football game? <laughs> I'm enjoying <laughs> that. And how many NFL, tickets to the Rihanna concert at the football game? That's cool. Yes, people have been That's saying nice. that all day. I'm enjoying it. Monday's been a it's actually probably Mondays are not the worst, Garfield, but this one was actually pretty good. I'm gonna enjoy this. I'm gonna watch Eli talk, watch his uh, Giants lose. I don't know what the score is yet, but I'm not gonna ruin it. And y'all have a great week. Peace out. Peace.